Welcome to the Sage Advice Podcast, transforming the way people think and work so their organizations can thrive. Well, hi, everyone, and welcome to our podcast. I'm Ed Kless, and with me today is Chase Diamond. Chase is the co-founder of Boundless Labs, a top e-commerce mail marketing agency. Since launching Boundless Labs in June of 2018, Chase has helped his clients send hundreds of millions of emails, resulting in over $35 million in email attributable revenue. A few of his clients include The Chive, IBEX, Original Grain, CrossNet, and Namaste Technologies. Welcome to the Sage Advice Podcast, Chase Diamond. Thank you. I appreciate you having me. How are you doing today? Doing pretty good. Well, Chase, why why this? Why do you do email marketing? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, I do it for two reasons. I weirdly am obsessed with email. And what I like about it is the ability to have one-to-one conversation with hundreds of people, thousands of people, you know, or or even more. And what I mean by that is when I send you an email, if I can convince you to open it, there are no other distractions, right? There might be external track distractions. Someone might be yelling at you. Someone might be calling you. But when I have your attention in an email, there's not ads. There's not all these other things going on that it feels more or less intimate, right? I don't get to see what someone else said about your post on Facebook or what someone else said about this on Twitter. Um, so what I really liked and I've always loved is if I can convince you to open an email, right? And I don't mean being clickbait. I mean, having something that's intriguing but relevant to the content. If I can convince you to open, and if I could write copy that's good enough, I can convince you to do some kind of action, right? So to me, that power always felt like this massive uh, opportunity and also this really cool responsibility. Um, So I like the psychological aspect of it. I like the data aspect of it. So for all these weird reasons, I love email um, and and it works. It, It makes money for my brand. It makes money for my client's brand. So those are really the reasons that I like email. Well, let's talk a little bit about that because I think in the last couple of years, email has gotten a little bit of a bad reputation. You know, I think uh, to, to some organizations, is let's send out a million emails and then nothing happens. Well, let's send out another million and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> and there, there obviously must be something that that you're building in that 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 makes it a different experience. So, so let's talk a little bit about that. First of all, why does it have such a bad reputation, and what can we do to fix it? Yeah, I think on your reputation side, I think everyone reads that headline on January 3rd every year that says email marketing is dead, right? So I think people have bought into this clickbaity belief that email is not an effective channel. Um, On the other hand, right, so many of us get these spammy emails that somehow land in our inbox. Um, You know, Gmail, Yahoo do a pretty good job at filtering them out. But we all get these crazy emails, whether it's some scam for this or some product that we never signed up for. So I think there's a few bad actors that have really kind of ruined the reputation for, for everyone. I think when email is done right, and again, doing it right comes from a place of being genuine and authentic, really communicating to people the way that you would want to be on the receiving end. When you do those types of things, that's when email can be really powerful. And what are some of those things that you do? Is, 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 it, is it to strip out a lot of the you know, f- flashy pictures that people are dumping in newsletters and stuff like that to really try to get communicate, maybe just look at more text? Yeah, so I think it's a few things. I think one is sending to people on your list that want to receive emails. And what I mean by that is sending to people that have shown some level of engagement. Um, so, so in the past, I think people used to just batch and blast their whole list. And they used to see pretty atrocious open rates and pretty atrocious um, click-throughs. And the more that you did that, um, the, the more that 
Google and kind of Yahoo and all these other providers would deprioritize your mail, right? So you used to be able to hit inbox just based off the quantity of the emails that you sent. Today, the script is completely swifted to where now it's all about the quality of email. Who are you sending emails to? And that typically requires people having opened or clicked or placed an order in the last 30, 60, or maybe 90 day window. So I think that's the first, right? Is being really laser focused on who you're sending the email to. Um, everyone has like this notion by sending to everyone on my list, more people are gonna open it. And that's actually like, while in, in theory that makes sense, in practice, that's actually the opposite. But I think that's the first is knowing who to send to. Um, B is have something relevant or important to say, right? Don't send an everyday email just to send an everyday email. Um, if you're a, you know, a small business and you have some kind of offer or case study or promotion going on, that's a fair use case to send. But don't just send you know, fluff or garbage that you think is important but your customers don't care about just to send it. So I think that's the other part, the relevance and the kind of the how current it is. Can you still use some of the tools like, um, you know, MailChimp or so there's a lot of those things, the tools that are out there. Is that still something that can be effective to use them? Or is it really you have to start crafting individual emails for the, the, the audience you want to get to? Yeah, I think MailChimp and some of the other providers still do a great job today. Um, you just have to know how to use the tool, right? At the end of the day, the tools are there to serve your knowledge, not there to kind of be this one trick pony for you. So using those tricks with the right expertise and knowledge can go a really, really long way. For us, we do a lot of stuff in e-commerce. There's a specific tool that we use called Klaviyo that's really popular and great. But at the end of the day, we're the masters of the tool. We're the master of the tool, not the tools. The, the, the tool is the master of us. Yeah. And, right. and that's just a, with a lot of systems in business. You know, we end up having to serve the system and the system is supposed to serve us. So it's crazy. So, um, what, what are some other thoughts that you have with regard to, to email? I, I think be targeted is a great message. Is there something above and beyond that? I and mean, authenticity, another, another piece, what, what, when you, do you do writing for, for people for email or do you try to have it so they're writing in their own voice with regard to that authenticity? Yeah. So, um, with, with us, um, we're always testing emails, right? So we're always testing is plain text or HTML. And by HTML, I mean all those emails that look pretty in your inbox, which one of those perform better. Um, and depending on the business, depending on how, um, dominant kind of the founder or a community member is in the community, leading with kind of plain text from, for example, Ed and your community might be much better than just doing kind of a general blast with some HTML that looks great from, from Sage. Right. So I think having kind of a, a cadence and having kind of a tone to your business is really important. Um, with some businesses communicating really professionally works well and with other cases, depending on their audience, just being more relaxed and kind of casual work really, really well. So I think at the end of the day, like one of our biggest things is we don't know what's going to work and therefore we have to try and test things. We have things that will work beautifully with one client in this vertical and we try to take that same thing to a different vertical. Um, for whatever reason, it doesn't work, but we, we extract learning from it. So I think always be testing, right? So things to test are everything from the from name. Um, do people recognize Ed from Sage or would they prefer just to receive Sage as the from name? Um, what's the subject line, right? Can we test version A versus version B? Which one performed better? Okay, version A performed better. Why did it perform better? It was shorter, um, you know, it had lots of characters, maybe even had an emoji, right? So we kind of test all these different elements. Um, and also on the preview text, right? That's something that people overlook. So if you're in your inbox from left to right, you see a from name, you see a subject line, and then you see a snippet of text. You, most people don't know that they can actually edit and change that. So it relates to 
the content that they're going to see. Um, and then also, like we talked about, editing and kind of testing the content, plain text, the offers, the colors, the fonts. There's all these nuances within email that people don't know to test that actually do move the needle. And sometimes it might even just be a percent that it moves, but at scale, that's massive, right? If you have an audience of 10,000, 100,000 people, a few percentage point week over week is pretty big. Well, sure. It's the old 1% solution, right? If I improve yes. 1% every week, it's, uh, I think it's only 70 weeks or twice as good. So it's yes. a little over a year. Well, great stuff. Hey, uh, we have an exit question that we ask all of our guests, Chase, and that is, who is a hero of yours and why are they a hero? So this is a two-part uh, answer for me. Um, up until recently, my mom was my number one hero, and obviously she still is. But being a new dad, so my, my wife and I had our first daughter about a month ago. My Congratulations. Wife Thank you. I really appreciate that. So my wife has now joined my mom with that top slot um, for being my hero. Just over the past month, seeing everything firsthand that they've had to go through from the birth through it being a 24-7 job. Like I have so much respect for my mom, my wife, um, and, and the fact that my wife is going to be getting back to work soon. My mom had four kids and was a full-time employee. Just being able to see like that level of sacrifice and commitment to me has really moved me and changed me. So that's, that's kind of on a personal level kind of who my heroes are. And Chase, lastly, how can somebody contact you? Uh, on Twitter would be great. Um, my handle is ecom, uh, E-C-O-M, and then Chase Diamond, no A in Diamond. Or if people want to send me an email, my email is chase at boundlesslabs.io. So happy to answer any questions that anyone has. All right. Chase Diamond, co-founder of Boundless Labs. Thanks for being a guest on the Sage Advice Podcast. Thank you, Ed. Hope you have a great Friday. For more Sage advice, visit and subscribe at sageadvicepodcast.com.